Welcome to Friday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast and rant of the day. This is John Ruckermiller with HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. Let's get right to those headlines. Number one, Rome's J.C. Penney store is closing and has been closed since the pandemic hit. It'll now reopen for a closing sale. The mall owners, by the way, had a late comment Thursday night saying what they hope to do with the area that's going to be closing there and also the mall in general. Take a look at that today on the website. Also from Thursday night, the community in person and almost 3,000 online hear words of peace and healing as Trinity United Methodist Church hosted an ecumenical prayer service last night in light of what's happened in the headlines in the last seven days. Uh, Three rallies are set for Rome this weekend. Also, Polk authorities are on watch. The sheriff there doubts claims that there will be any activity in the Cedartown area, but he is taking precautions. In a related story, a Galesville woman has been charged with attempting to incite a riot. According to authorities, she also threatened the courthouse in Somerville. Floyd County Schools has posted six scenarios for reopening classrooms when school starts this August 6th. Each one depends on the status of the pandemic. Speaking of which, three employees with the Floyd County Court System have now tested positive for coronavirus. Another is being retested as the first test came back inconclusive. Also, the building already has been fogged and sanitized twice this week. We have continuing updates from there as well. One more update on coronavirus. 2,147 Georgians have now died since that first fatality was recorded exactly three months ago today. Positive tests will top 50,000 later today. Locally, 1,140 positive tests since March. Also, there were 37 new reports in our area on Thursday. And don't forget, today is the final day for advanced voting in Tuesday's primary. You can vote now until 5 o'clock this evening. Absentee ballots are due back by 7 p.m. Election Day, June 9th. Statewide turnout, by the way, already has topped 1 million. Other headlines today in health news, been putting off that checkup. According to Harvard Clinic, quote, going too long without a well-checked visit could lead to potential health issues, end quote. We have that update for you today. Wear Mechanical Weather Center update. Highs in the upper 80s and 90s through Sunday. Some rain and storms possible. Right now, we're not giving much concern to the tropical storm that is going to be headed for the Gulf Coast. We'll have updates for you on that throughout the weekend. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Mrs. Ophelia Barnes, Mr. Wayne Edward Dykes, Mrs. Bonnie Sue Jordan Freeman, Mr. Benjamin Benji Logan, Mary C. Smith, and John F. Wiggins, Jr. We have public health restaurant inspection scores for you this morning. Also, a reminder, Cartersville's Sweet Market Deli reopens on Monday. Crime Watch reports from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties. Truist Chick-fil-A sports update. Hometown Heroes Tennis Tournament is coming to the Tennis Center. We'll have an update for you there today. In sports business news, Owen Sporting Goods Downtown Rome will reopen Monday. That, of course, is when we see high school conditioning open up as well. Racing is due back in Georgia this weekend. The NBA is ready to return. The NFL is taking steps in that direction. Plus, we have links to other sports, pro sports and all, throughout the country. Okay, it's time for our rant of the day. This one's a little bit personal. We're going to title it, Remembering Georgia's Star-Spangled Legend. It was a random trip to Blue Ridge by way of LJ years ago when we discovered Colonel Oscar T. Poole. We had stopped by his roadside oasis for lunch, having heard stories about a great barbecue place just off Georgia 515. As we waited for our order, we sat at a table glossed over with newspaper clippings underneath. 
There was one from our earlier stop in our career, the Times in Gainesville. We felt somewhat honored to see it was among the press clippings and newspaper front pages inside the comfortable restaurant. Within a few minutes, we got our ribs and sides. We already had a bucket of iced tea to drink. It was messy. It meant an extra trip to the restroom to get our fingers back in acceptable appearance. And yes, it was love at first bite. Pools of barbecue became a must-stop on all future trips by us into that area, as well as Mercier Orchards. It wasn't until our radio days that we'd get to know Oscar, as well as America's number one talk show caller, Joe McCutcheon from LJ. Well, actually, we had known Joe by voice only from earlier work over in Gainesville. The two became regular callers on the radio edition, usually providing some homespun commentary and a powerful endorsement of entrepreneurism. Yes, there was a healthy dose of conservative politics as well, but we tried to keep that on a level playing field. Joe labeled Oscar the barbecue king. There was another gentleman from LJ who was dubbed the subway king, and a third one whose name and honors we just can't remember right now. But as Joe and Oscar always said, LJ should have been the center of small business in the United States, and it wasn't for a lack of effort on their part. Oscar was a big reason why. An official Kentucky colonel, he also was a man of the cloth and a salesman as well. A staunch Republican, he often wore his patented yellow suit and Uncle Sam hat onto the floor of Georgia Make That Republican National Conventions. He drew national and international attention and, in turn, made friends across the nation and the world. Oscar knew what he was doing when he was wearing that suit and that hat. That was drawing attention. But once he had that journalist or camera crew or temporary strangers on the hook, there was no letting go. By sheer personality, Oscar won each one of them over. And then there was the barbecue palace itself. Many rising Georgia politicians knew they needed to make a pilgrimage to Poole's Barbecue to get Oscar's blessing. A few presidential contenders stopped by as well. It was like the old days here in Rome when the partridge was a requirement for all those on the campaign trail. But back at Poole's, if the politicians were lucky, they'd get a photo. The fortunate ones eventually got a pig on the Pig Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame on the bluffs of the rear and south side of the restaurant. That pig, by the way, meant and means more to many than any industry honor or agency award. Even those who didn't share Oscar's political views crossed party lines to enjoy his barbecue, as well as the hospitality shown by Oscar and his bride of 70 years, Edna, even in his 80s and up into the 90s. Oscar was part of the draw of the restaurant. He'd often take a guest to a side room, chat a bit, and maybe record a short interview for something he was working on. It may have been a blog, it may have been a book, whatever. Oscar was always promoting others and himself, and folks couldn't get enough of both. He was a quick convert to social media, including frequent posts on Facebook, right up into the time he went into the hospital. His page is now filled with tributes, photographs, and appreciations for a man who parlayed a plate of great barbecue into a Norman Rockwell-like image American success story. As much as Oscar promoted, he also inspired with a contagious brand of optimism. On Wednesday, there was another gathering at Poole's Barbecue as friends and family watched a horse-drawn carriage escort the casket of the man who grew from his Central Florida roots to become a Georgia legend. If you don't believe us, ask one of Rome's own living legends, and that would be Frank Barron, a regular at Poole's who also has a pig on those cherished hills. 
Frank left this note on a colleague's Facebook post about Oscar's passing. Wrote Frank, quote, Oscar was one of my real heroes, a true gentleman who told it like it was. I will miss him, end quote. We agree. Indeed, the colonel will never be replaced or forgotten. After all, Oscar made sure of that. This is John Druckermiller of HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. Continuing updates throughout the weekend on all that's going on there, as well as the rallies and protests downtown, please stay with us. As always, stay home, stay safe. Please stay peaceful in Northwest Georgia.